1: Hello and welcome to another episode of From Hostage to Hero. Sorry, Delamotte here with you, podcasting from my brand new office at the beach. As many of you know, we have temporarily moved to the beach to wait out COVID and plan our next move, literally and figuratively. You can go back and listen about four or five podcast episodes ago called What's Your Next Move to hear all about how we ended up here. But we had a shed in the back that was uh, 23 by 7, and we looked at it and thought, what could we put in there? And when we decided to actually move here, we thought, well, where are we going to work? And well, now we have an office here in the back of our house with a beach view. At least Kevin's office has a beach view, but my office is bigger, so... I know, I should have gone for the beach view. Anyways, decisions. So, podcasting from here, and um, there's some construction going on around. Luckily, our construction is over, thanks. Goodness. And uh, before we get started today, I would like to remind you to please go and give us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. That really does help get the podcast in the hands of more people. And I've heard from so many of you that the podcast is something that you are enjoying and learning from. And I'm so grateful for that. If you are not in our From Hostage to Hero Facebook group, that's our free Facebook group where you can discuss the book. You can discuss this podcast. You can ask me questions. I'm in there once a month doing a Facebook uh, Facebook Live. Make sure you go to Facebook and ask to join. You have to be a plaintiff attorney or a criminal defense attorney but we're having lots of fun in there. And of course, if you're not a member of H2H, which is our paid subscription service, where you get to practice with me and other coaches, dire, uh, you get nonverbal feedback, case workshop, all sorts of fun things. That is going to reopen, we just closed, it will reopen in January of 2021. So if you want to be sure not to miss that opening, go to FromHostageToHero.com and sign up for the waitlist. list. Alrighty, now that our housekeeping is out of the way, we're going to talk today about the one source of wisdom that you are unaware of and most likely ignoring. Now to first kind of put this into context, I want to tell you something that I don't think many of you realize or recognize. And so this may come as a shock, but here's the truth. Your brain is wrong about a lot of things. In fact, your brain lies all the fucking time. It does. And I know that this is a shock because for trial attorneys, most of you consider your brain to be your most prized asset. And don't get me wrong. I do love your brains. I love my brain. But it is limited in terms of wisdom and today we're going to talk about why. Today we're going to talk about the fact that you have so much more wisdom available to you than you know and it is all located in guess where the body the body. The body carries so much wisdom. If you talk to Kevin or I or any other coaches that are trained as we are, you will find out, or if you've coached with us, that we often go to the body, especially when you are in a position of confusion or overwhelm. And that's because confusion and overwhelm are to- tools of the saboteur. You've heard me say that before. And if you're unfamiliar with the term saboteur, you're new to us. Go back. I think it's around episode forty. If it's not episode forty, boy, we're almost a hundred episodes. Isn't that amazing? Um, and we talk. I talk about in there about the saboteur. The saboteur is basically, and I say the saboteur singularly, but there's actually more than one saboteur. Most people have, but it is this thing. And it could be a person, it could be an animal, it could be an energy, whatever you can easily access or think about it. But it's a thing that has been created over time of all the messages you've received since you were a little kid about what is right and what is wrong and how to keep yourself safe, which served us as children, yes, but as adults, as we continue to listen to the saboteur, the problem is, is that the saboteur's one job is to make sure that you do not change because change could mean change danger. And so it's constantly telling you all these things and it often does it in a very negative way by humiliating you or shaming you. Whatever tools it can use, it will use to try to get you to stop moving forward in your life. And if you go back and you talk to some of the clients that that have worked with me or with Kevin, which I guess you couldn't really do because that's confidential. But if you were able to talk to them and and hear what they say to us, most of them have said that the number one learning that that they're going to take from their coaching experience is identifying and understanding the saboteur and the role that it played in their lives. And being able to free themselves from that saboteur has been so huge and understanding that the saboteur voice is not their voice. It is a separate voice entirely. So a huge tool of the saboteur, going back to what we're talking about today, is confusion and overwhelm. And so the saboteur wants to keep you in your head, and the saboteur is often the thing that has your brain lied to you? I mean, for example, let's take uh, weight loss, which I use quite a bit um, here. And for any of you who are like, sorry, he's doing so great. She's losing her weight. Well, yeah, I gained about 10 pounds over this um, COVID crisis and I'm starting to get back on track. And all that to say that if you feel that you are struggling right now, we've hit the six month mark and there's a lot of articles out there. In fact, I think I'm going to share one on the From Hostage to Hero Facebook here when I'm done podcasting on how the six-month mark is huge because we still have no idea what the hell is going on. And a lot of us, myself included, are hitting some pretty depressive moments, not knowing what the world is going to look like, thinking we'd be out of this by now. So just know that that's normal. But going back to this idea of weight loss and the brain lying, for example, the body knows when you've had enough. So in the weight loss program that I'm in, which is brilliant, and the only reason it doesn't work and the reason I gained back some weight, and not all my weight, thank goodness, is because I just stopped listening to the body, right? The body knows when it's had too much. And so (laughs) this is what's so great. This woman is a millionaire, and all she tells us is, listen to your body. Eat when you're hungry, and never any other time, and stop when you've had enough, Now, here's the problem. The reason that that oftentimes fails for people is because they don't listen to the body. And instead, they listen to the brain because the brain lies. It lies and it tries to justify So it says things like, well, you're not going to eat pizza again for a while, so you might as well fill up. Or, well, we don't want this to go to waste, so we might as well clean the plate. Or, well, it just tastes so good, so this one time won't matter. Notice, and this is just a simple example, how the body is telling the truth and the brain lies. Think about this in in situations that you've been in. One that's a big one is, should I settle the case or should I go to trial? Now, you all know how much I love going to trial and helping you go to trial, and I think trial is amazing, and I often think that it is the best decision if if only to hold uh, people accountable. That said, it is not always the best decision. And that also said... Oftentimes, we settle when we actually should have gone to trial. So when I'm working with clients, and when Kevin is working with clients, oftentimes when they bring something to a session, like I've got this case, and I'm now at the point where we have a decent, not great, because that's always how it is, isn't it? A decent offer on the table, and I'm struggling. I don't know what to do. Should I take it to trial, or should I settle the case? We can go and I have gone (laughs) rounds with people on justifying either side because we can come up with, I mean, you've probably done it, pros and cons, whether we're talking about, you know, where to go on vacation or whether to settle a case or not. We can, The brain loves problems. Let's just put it that way. It loves to sink its its teeth into a good, juicy problem. The problem is, is that it can justify either side. And, and and most of the time when we sit there and we're talking about, you know, what we should do and here's all the reasons why we should settle, but here's all the reasons why we shouldn't settle. We end up at the end of that session, or you at your desk? with? not having gotten any farther than when we started. And that's because, again, the number one tools of the saboteur are overwhelm and confusion. It wants to keep you there. It wants to keep you where you don't make a move. Now contrast that when I say to my client, all right, let's stand up. And let's access your leader, if we've identified their leader, and that's a, a whole other coaching con- concept that we'll go into in future podcasts. And if you don't have a leader, for example, just access your, really what leader is, is, is an epitome of your inner wisdom. Let's just access your, your truest inner wisdom. I mean, you can do this at home, by the way. So you just stand and you adopt any body position that represents to you a position of wisdom and strength because i want you to notice i don't think you ever notice this but when you're sitting at your desk or you're maybe even coaching with me or whatever and you're trying to decide whether you should settle let's just take that example or go to trial notice your body language as you start to swirl around in your brain your body gets smaller and smaller you're not open and receiving you start to close down you start to shut down so what I want to do, and there's some real research here behind behind somatic work and how changing your body actually changes the chemicals and changes your ability to focus and, and have a new perspective. So when you are having a situation, for example, when you cannot decide between two things, go ahead and stand up and access your inner wisdom, whatever that body language looks like. I can guarantee you that it'll look and feel very different than when you're swimming in confusion. And I want you to just check in with your instincts. You know, instincts are something that we talk a lot about in trial work and that the best trial lawyers have great instincts and instincts that and instincts that this. And what I wanna point out is that instincts live where? They do not live in the brain. Instincts live in the body. Look at the fight or flight response. Your body knows way ahead of your brain, okay, that there's danger. It sends a signal to the brain, and then the brain transfers that signal to tell you whether you should flee or fight or freeze in many cases. But the body knows first. That's what instincts are all about. They are in the body. And here's what I also want you to recognize, is that the brain lies to you all the fucking time but the body never lies. Now, you might be thinking, sorry if my brain lies all the time. There's just like no hope, right? How can I ever trust anything that I think? Dudes and dudettes, that's what Kevin and I are here doing. This is like the majority of the work we're doing with you. Yeah, you're learning trial skills and all that shit. And it's great stuff. Don't get me wrong. But we are helping you train your brain because I can tell you right now after doing this for over 15 years, that trial skills are not your problem. You have more than enough trial skills than you know what to do with. You've been to the CLEs, you've read the books, you have trial skills coming out the yin-yang. What you don't have is mastery over your mindset. And you believe every bullshit thing that comes into your head and you're ignoring, which is what today's episode is all about, the wisdom that's your neck down. Because that's where most of the good stuff lies. Most of you consider your body just a way to carry your head around. Your body is this enormous source of wisdom if you would only tune in and listen to it. So when you're standing in this position and you are accessing your inner wisdom, instead of staying crouched at your desk trying to furiously figure out the answer to your problem, Just ask yourself, gut check, what's the right thing to do? And I tell you, every time I do this with a client, I've never had a client go, I don't know, unless their saboteur was in the room and we deal with that and we come back to the body wisdom. Every single time I say, gut check, let's go to the body. What does the body have to say? They know. Now, the brain will come in and go, yeah, but we le, le. that's the saboteur. That's the brain lying to you again. Your body knows. The body never, ever lies. Ever. It can't. It doesn't have the ability. The body, I want you to think about the body as a reflection of what's happening to you in your life. It will show up. In whatever way to reflect what's happening. If you are not taking care of yourself, the body will get sick. If you are not eating nutritious food and drinking water and getting exercise, the body will put on weight. Likewise, if you're not eating at all and hardly getting any sleep, the body will lose weight. The body is always reflecting what's going on. That's why we have to tune into the body because it is the most accurate source of information about what's happening and how we can fix what's happening. The brain lies. That doesn't mean that we can't fix that and train our brain, but we have to bring in the body to assist us as we get our shit cleared up in the brain area. Because most of you, and myself included, have been run by the saboteur your whole lives until you recognize that that is this voice that is not you, that are these outside voices that have kind of compiled over time to create this narrative of what you should and shouldn't be doing. We need the body because it knows exactly what's right for you next. And it also knows what's wrong for you. I cannot tell you how many times I've had a very impactful coaching session. It just happened a couple weeks ago with a client and she'll come in or she came in a couple weeks later and a major health problem showed up. And she goes, I don't know why this is showing up. I said, I do. Your body is trying to send you a message right now. What's the message? And we focus the rest of our our session on that very thing of exploring what the message her body was trying to tell us her. Because if we focus there, there's a lot of wisdom to be had. Okay. So here are the three things that I'm going to tell you to help you tune in to the body wisdom. All right. So the first one is to recognize at just the base level, that the body is sending you messages all the time. So just know that this is the case. So for example, if your stomach growls, what's the message? I'm hungry, right? If that you're, you start to get a headache after working for three or four hours on a brief, what's the message? I need a break. You know, Kevin needs to remind me about this stuff all the time because I'll get really frustrated and be like, I can't make progress on this project that I'm doing. And Kevin, he's just bypassed all my saboteur bullshit because we used to go, well, what's going on? And what are you thinking? and da, da, da. He just goes, what is your body saying? We've just gotten used to asking each other that now. And I'll say that I need a nap and he goes, go take a nap. It's great. And I'll take a nap and I'll get up and I'm refreshed and ready to go. But for years, I would just keep working through, keep pushing that aside, keep not listening and and be frustrated as hell. I'm getting so much done in such less time now. My life has so much more ease in it because I'm not ignoring my body. So first recognize that the body has messages to send and that it is constantly sending messages. The second step is to tune into those messages. And ask yourself, what is my body saying? You know, there's a great way, and it's maybe too woo-woo for some of you, to interpret some of your body messages. But the book by Louise Hay called You Can Heal Your Life has a whole section in the middle where you can look up any physical ailment and she'll tell you what it means. And I'll tell you right now, I've used that book with clients over and over again fully saying to them that I don't have any idea how this woman knows these things. (laughs) And there's no science to back it up, but it has been right 100% of the time. So they'll be like, oh my God, my back is killing me. I'm like, what, we're upper, middle, lower? And they're like, um, lower? And I'll say, great, let me look it up. And so I look it up and I'll say, well, this is what she says that means. And they're like, oh my God, that's exactly what's happening with me right now. So if you're having some trouble at first, grab that book. It's a great resource to at least get you started to think about these things. But you need to start tuning in to the messages. For example, when you, you, know, you, you are lacking of motivation. So I think I did a podcast episode on that a couple months ago. And, and your brain will lie and it will say, well, you're just lazy. Get your shit together. Right? That's a brain lie. If we go to the body, in most cases, lack of motivation means you need a break, you're running on empty, or you're not really into whatever it is that you're doing. The body always knows. It can tell you that this is either an exhaustion issue or an uninterested issue. This is something you shouldn't be spending your time on. That's why you're not motivated. I mean, just just a week ago, I was talking to my boss about, or my boss, it sounds like my boss, uh, my coach about. I don't have a boss. Uh, about a, a whole week that I had taken to get a project done, and how I didn't even start the project till Friday. And the whole co- coaching session, she's she, we talked about this, and finally she said, "Well, yeah." This isn't a project, A, that you should even be spending your time on. You need to hire this shit out. And B, like I would put that off too. That just sounds so unappetizing. And here I'd been making myself wrong all week saying, what's my problem? I can't get, I get to this. When the body probably knew all, all the way from behind, this is not how, where I want to, what I want to be doing. My instincts could have told me that. My brain was lying to me and telling me that I was lazy and what the hell and pull my shit together. Is this sounding familiar, people? The brain lies. The body never lies. Third thing is if you want to start tapping into this wisdom that your body has, you better fucking start taking care of it. We got to start honoring the body. Because in order to listen to it and have it speak clearly to us, it needs to be healthy. Now, it will it will speak to us as well when it's ill. You know, I, I love that meme that says if you do not make time for your wellness, you're going to be forced to make time for your illness, right? So the body will talk to us definitely when we're ill. But the point is we don't want to wait till then. We don't want to wait till the body starts screaming at us with an illness or an ailment because it's desperately trying to get to our attention. What we want to live in is that is that place where our body is well taken care of and nourished and rested so that we can source wisdom from it instead of emergency messages that we must pay attention to it now or it's about to break down. You know, for me, for years, I would get sick like 13, 14 times a year. And my, my coach would say, your body is taking you out. That's how she, what she called it. Because you won't slow down. You won't stop. So your body's going to do it for you. That is not the kind of body wisdom that I'm talking about. I'm talking about caring for the bodies that we have. So that we can source the wisdom from the body. Not so that we wait until it's too late and it's screaming at us. Look, this is something I'm still working on myself. This isn't something that has come normal or natural to me. It's easy to power through. It's easy to listen to the brain when it tells you how, how, how lazy you're being and just to keep going. But what I'm going to suggest is that you recognize that the body has so much wisdom for you that the brain lies and that in order to tune into the body's messages we need to take care of it and i think now i know because this is happening in my own life this is going to change everything you want to learn more about this get a coach you can sign up for a free session with kevin coach k as we he's called at sorrydlm.com Go to the About Sorry page or Meet Sorry page and down there you can just click and get a free coaching session and just do a session on this or join the H2H membership when it opens again in January because you get lots of mindset coaching in there as part of your membership. All right, my friends, we'll talk soon.
0: That's it for this episode of From Hostage to Hero. But head to our website, SorryDLM.com, for other must-have resources from Sari Delamart. Read the transcript of this podcast, watch trial tip videos, or download your free copy of Sari's article, Why Jurors Hate the Hobby Question. We're glad you joined us today. And until next time, remember that to lead a hostage to freedom, you must first free yourself.